Welcome to the Don't Blink Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. I'm your host, Israel Vasquez. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special panel of guys joining us. We have, uh, of course, Arin and Dylan are back. But we have a special guest, Envik. Envik, welcome to the Don't Blink Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. And it's great having you here. All right, Thank you guys. so much so for having to... me, guys. Welcome. I wanted to start out, you know, this is a Belizean-based uh, podcast. So I wanted to start out with highlighting some Belizean MMA fighters that have fought recently. Young guys, young amateur, young guys, young amateur guys fight at Guatemala at the Dream MMA production promotion. Um, we had Roque Bo Oriana. It was his second fight. Unfortunately, he lost, but it was a last-minute replacement. He did well. He went into the third round. Then we had a young guy, Flaco Shahil, only 19 years old, um, and he fought versus a Lopez on the 125 division in Dream MMA, and he also lost in the third round. So, you know, these are losses, but at the same time, what we like to say in MMA is that these are learning experiences. And I have to commend the guys. These guys train at Orange Rock. They're from War MMA, and they are taking the initiative to go and fight in Guatemala, which, of course, as we know, Guatemala has a little bit higher level. They have been trained for a longer time, but these guys are putting in the work and going and getting that experience. Your thought, guys? I think it's great that we're covering stuff like this because that's a part of the the reason we have this channel. Know that we have to highlight not just MMA in the states, but MMA in Belize. It's a growing sport in Belize, and we have to give our guys as much um, coverage and feedback and you know positive vibes as we can, encouragement. You know, because it's not easy doing what they're doing, especially at the level they are in Belize, where you know sports isn't as well off as it is in first world countries so you know whatever support we can give them i think it's great you know we definitely have to get them on the show and do an interview with them not because they lost means anything you know that's experience gain so stay positive great we will get them on the show we will get them on the show i agree i think highlighting mma skill in belize whether or not they're homegrown or whether or not they're trained outside of the country um is a, is a great thing to to at least inspire the next generation of fighters from here in Belize. Um, win, or, win or lose, it's a great experience, and I don't think um, any of them really feel that bad with a loss because they all know that they did their best. Correct, correct. Yeah. Arin, the guy with the fancy background. Well, uh, as for me, I'm just looking forward to when the situation will be back to normal and I can go and watch MMA in person again. I remember the last time I watched in person was um, January of 2019 in the Civic. That's like going to be almost three years now. So that's I'm looking um, forward to MMA events. Again. Yeah, definitely. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was MMA events, Battle in Belize. Um, you're right. That was January 2019. So yeah, good job. We're in. Um, I can tell you that we're working towards that. Obviously, that's a goal to get MMA going back in Belize, and hopefully, we have some good news. You know, until then, we have to keep following the circuit, you know, regionally and also in the U.S. Because we do have Belizean American fighters, and Albert the Warrior Morales was uh, fighting October 30th, also that same weekend that the guys fought in Guatemala. Albert Morales was fighting in the Lights Out uh, promotion in California. You know, he was the champion at the 135 division in that promotion. Um, unfortunately, he lost again, and this is his second loss because he has um, a loss in Bellator as well. Um, that was in May, I believe. 
and you know he went back to the light out promotion and he was uh, looking forward to defending his title unfortunately um as we know the u.s has high level mma right and albert is right there at the top with the professionals he's been there for a while he's been you know doing his trade he trains out of black house mma a very legit and highly ranked gym there's not much we can say albert morales is a veteran of the belize mma scene especially in the yeah, United States. definitely and a, and a really cool guy a really cool guy yeah really cool guy. that's good man yeah, 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 he is, he is, and he, he represents Belize well. He he comes here, you know, he he promotes the country. He he shows us off, so you know, we guys support him and show him some love as well. Yeah, I, I follow him on um, Instagram, but I wasn't um, aware of his fight last weekend. Yeah, one other person I would like to promote, um, Alexa the Belizean Lioness. She's a, a young lady, like maybe about ten years old or something. Um, she participates very often in yeah. wrestling matches and jujitsu matches um she's gonna be something big one day look out for her in the next 10 15 years remember alexa the belizean lioness i know of another another yeah. another girl i have oh, i know really? alexa i have trained with her dad. i know i know i know i'm sorry about that Go ahead, I, I, I know of yeah, another yeah, girl who uh who trains i think she's a brown belt in jujitsu out of florida um, she's a natural born Belize and went to high school around the same time I did. I can't remember her name. If I ever get out, I guess I can try and look on Instagram right now and look for her name and I can shout it out in the group. Is it a young lady, Cruz? By the last name, Cruz? No, I feel like her first name is Rebecca, I think. <laughs> Seems like a Rebecca. Ah, okay. Okay. But I mean, guys, there's. There's a there's a whole community out there of Belizean MMA athletes, not only MMA but also in Jiu Jitsu. As Alexa does Jiu Jitsu, she does wrestling. You know, she's a young upcoming uh, superstar, if I'm if I must say so. Um, and we have to give them that support from Belize. We have to watch them when they fight. We have to watch them when they compete. We have to follow them online and you know make sure they are known. Because what I like, what you pointed out, Dylan, is that um, yeah. Albert always represents mm -hmm. with the flag, right? Wherever he goes, he represents with that Belizean flag. And man, that means a lot to us, you know, especially to us here in the MMA community because we look up to guys like him that are, you know, putting the Belize name out there. Uh, you know, and Vic, you got it? it it's something it. sharp. I remember the last Go ahead, name. Vic. Hold on. I'm, I'm... Yes, that's the name. Oh, that's Francesca the name. Sharp. Francesca Sharp, that's her. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's actually Belizean though. I mean, I think she studies in Florida mm -hmm. and trains over there. But Francesca, I know Francesca. She's a part of the M uh, MMA and the Jiu Jitsu community. Yeah, so I remember seeing some Francesca posts well. on, on on Instagram. I was like, I know this girl. What does the girl look so familiar? It was a friend of a friend. And like, wow, that was pretty cool seeing that. Would she by chance be granddaughter to Marie Sharp? I don't right. believe so. No, okay. I don't believe so. Okay. Well, guys, we had a good show yesterday. All right, guys. So, um, I, like I said, yeah, definitely. I was I was just gonna say a wrap up that uh, Belizean highlights by saying that we look forward to having more of these guys on the show, interviewing them, talking to them about their careers and where they are going and how they plan to represent Belizean yeah. America. Right? Um, but switching gears, yeah, we must talk about the show that happened last night, UFC 268. That was quite a card. And I will start off right off the bat by asking you guys, giving you the, the, the hot question. Was it a better pay-per-view than USC 267, which happened last week, October 30th? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It was good. It had a lot of hype. And sometimes for me, when, when, a, when an event has too much hype, you know, it, can, it doesn't fly as high as it can. It was a great event. I won't, I won't lie. I won't say no. But I, can, I can't pick. I, I like both events. I think Glover 
Glover, what Glover did, what Glover made, did that made that event special. So it's difficult to say, you know, it was better. But I mean, both, both events to me were, were great. We're lucky to have two great events back to back like this. Might I add, I was the only one voting for Glover winning last weekend. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I didn't pick. Yeah, I didn't pick, but yeah, I was riding, riding Glover as well. Um, the guy is an inspiration. Like I always, I, I'm a fan of the underdog story, you know. So the fact that he he at one spell he kind of looked like he was out, like he was on his way out, and he just revamped himself, and he just did what he did, man. It was crazy. It was good. It's inspiring. I guess one of the biggest questions that comes from the biggest question that comes from uh, last weekend's event is how how long do you think Glover will hold the belt? I, I hope he fights, hope defend he fights, it once, and retires. Once, Honestly, I, I, that's what I want from him, and I think that's what he should do. Defend the belt. Defend the belt at least one time. You know, don't be a Conor McGregor. Um, defend the belt, and um, then retirement. There's no reason to continue doing doing this. I mean, you've achieved what you wanted to achieve. Um, but like I said, you know, you're not really a champ until you defend that belt, and I think he should retire after that. There's there's no reason to stay in the sport and and destroy a legacy that you have, especially one that you've built up like this. You know. Your thoughts? I would even go as far to say. Well, uh-huh. Aaron, Dylan is still high. I am. Never argue with him totally. Nah, I was just, I was going to say, are, <laughs> Dylan is still high on UFC 267. Are you of the same opinion? 267 was better uh, than 268? I think 268 was better. That streak of six KOs in 268 yeah. was really good. And that opening fight for the main card. Uh, that edges it for me for a 260. Yeah, that was, that was, it was, it was Friday night. That fight is weird, you know, because it was super exciting. Then I, I, it was also a bit disappointing because I think Gage could have finished that fight. Like, it, it's, it sucks that the fight was so good but disappointing because it went to the decision. They, they should have just fought until someone filmed No, but it was a war. It was, it was, but Gage was, Gage was very hesitant, especially at the end. In the end, in Imagine the end, he that was, fight was five rounds. Yeah, it would have been great. Yeah, it, it was five rounds. There, but in, to be, to truth be told, they were both tired in the third round. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you could imagine there's the fling haymakers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. Right? And um, but, but I think I think I think the criticism of Gaethje is something I've seen recently because like when he first came into the UFC, what he did was just go straight mm-hmm. on forward mm-hmm. for fights, and and he almost, he got clipped a couple times. Mm-hmm. And he almost lost a couple mm-hmm. of times. In fact, he lost that way. And so he learned from his mistakes. Um, and again, he has like that incredible coach, Trevor Whitman, behind. And he had to put him back into focus so that you're doing great or whatever. But like we've seen in the last maybe two or three fights, we've seen him um, mature as, as a fighter and, and realize that that you don't have to always go 100% because you, you put yourself into risks. Yeah. Um, and I think right now, I think um, his biggest risk is that if he lost, he would have to start his whole title contention yeah. all over again. And so um, I think he wanted to secure a win. Um, and if the knockout was there, I think he would have uh, run run for it. Uh, I don't think it was there. I think Chandler, um, he has a very hard head. And he got hit by some crazy shots mm-hmm. that anybody else would be would probably be um, mm-hmm. knocked out by it's those horrible. shots, right? Yeah. So I think once he noticed that Chandler can take the hit, he's like, okay, well, then let me just... Um, pieces out for a a decision win well i get what you're saying you know but there is a difference and i'll give you an example right now because Mm -hmm. you don't have to one punch kill someone because the way chandler was in a third round if if gaj had put together some good combinations 
um, string together some good combination without taking so much breaks in between the striking, he could have finished Chandler like that. But if he did what he did against Stoney, he could have finished Chandler because he was not as active. What, I, what, what, what I'm referring to is not him going out blazing, going for the, the, the one-punch kill or something like that. I get it. I love him fighting the way he has been fighting because it's a smarter fighter. I actually hated him when he started because of that fighting style. I don't like that fighting style. And like you rightfully said, he lost a few times. He lost against Eddie Alvarez like that. And I think um, that, that Eddie Alvarez fight is the best example. Yeah, he lost against Dustin as well. But the one with the one with, with Eddie Alvarez was the best example because he was winning that fight. Then he gassed himself out and he just got caught, you know. But him fighting smarter doesn't mean he can't finish it. He can't finish fight. And if he was more active, more active, because Chandler was tired. Chandler was tired. Chandler blew his wad in that first round, trying to finish Gage, and he was tired. So, I mean, stringing together some good shots, I mean, Jabs could have done the job. He could have probably finished him if he just was more active. Oh, um, I'll give you one thing, Dylan. Um, so, apparently, the last submission. Uh -huh. yeah. Hey, but Envy. I was just gonna say that's not the question. The question was two sixty eight or two sixty seven. Yeah, Which one was yeah, good? yeah, definitely two sixty eight. Because once you I start revving me up for this, yeah, I, 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 I got two sixty eight. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, def I I'm, def I'm definitely well. two sixty eight. All right, all right, guys, and then I, uh, you know, going back, I, I know you guys love that Gaethje versus Chandler fight. I loved it too, but they were great fights right from the beginning, right from the early prelims, yeah. right? Yeah. We had some awesome stuff with Vianti and Barnett. Um, Ian Gary versus Williams. Ian Gary is said to be the next McGregor out of Ireland. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't catch the early prelims, but I know Aaron, uh, Dylan, you guys got it. So, uh, do you? Well, well, I'll tell you this. When it when it started, I was a bit worried because it's, the, the the first few fights did finish with um with decisions, and they were fine. The fights were fine. I won't lie to you. And that Barnett and and um what's the guy's name again? John Vellante. Yes, that was an interesting fight because you looked at these two guys and and dude, John got huge. He he was prepared. He is post retirement. Can he retired? Um, he has a post. That was his last yes, that was his last one. He said he's retiring. Um, yeah, but oh, I thought it was one more. No, no, no. I think that was his last one. Um, but he has that retirement body well in swing. Because he he looks fat, but um that was a good fight. I mean Barnett came out dancing. He looked really comfortable. He looked very um energetic, and um man that was a beautiful kill. That was a beautiful kill. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen his like highlight reels like from his other fights? I want to look it up now. <laughs> After that one last night, that was good. He, he fights like a one forty five or at what two sixty five? Yeah. Basically, I think he weighed in. And he's messed up. He flies because he's short. He's short and he's fat. He doesn't look yeah, that part, but he moves. Yo, he moves like when he came out. If you if you saw when he came out, he was dancing, and the dude can dance. I was like, what the hell? You look at this guy, and the thing is, he was wearing like he still had his jacket and everything on, right? But I've seen him fight before, and I'm like, you shouldn't be moving like that, man. Like it just doesn't look natural, you know. Nobody's over two hundred pounds. Yeah. He said. He said. He said in the the, the post fight uh -huh. conference that mentally he's one seventy. Yeah. And he doesn't care. He doesn't care what the yeah. skill says. He's good, man. He has good kicks. He has good kicks. He's a, yeah. he's he's someone to watch. He's a bit short for the division. I'll give you that. But yeah, he he made for a fun fight. What I like about him is 
his mentality, right? That, that's that's a real good mentality in his head at 170. Yeah. But something else I think about him was his hairstyle. Yeah. He's going bald at the top of the middle of his head, right? But the little pieces that there, he put them up into this little Correct. samurai. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So that and the, the front flip to land on his butt the way he did at the end when he finished Vlante, just fantastic. Yeah. No way you could hit on that guy. He's fun. He's fun. Yeah, that fight, that fight with, that fight with Ian Gary, that was an interesting fight. He won, he won, and he won impressively. But honestly, I think um, um, Jordan was was doing well. I think Jordan was winning that, that fight. He was definitely um, tagging Ian. He was doing really well, and he just overreached at the end of the round. Cause it was like like eight seconds or something left, and he he swung some really wild punches and he got caught. So I mean, good job on Ian's part, but. It would have been good to see it go to a second round because Jordan was doing very well in my opinion. Um, I would like to see more from him and Paddy Pimblet as that, um, as you know, for that matter, the two of them are self-proclaiming themselves as the new guys that are going to take over UFC and MMA. Um, I still have some doubts about them. They, in their UFC debuts, were both caught a little bit too much for my liking. They both finished yes. their fighters, yes. but. But at least, at least the good thing about them getting caught and finishing the fighters is it shows they can fight through adversity. Yeah. But still, I don't. I would. If you're saying you're so good and all that, you shouldn't get caught so much. That's my view on it. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. But that those those were the two best fights at early prelims. Honestly, like I said, it started off a bit slow in my opinion, and that fight with Barnett and um, Blanche definitely, you know stirred the pot and woke up woke up the the, the the excitement in me because from then it it, it got way better. That, correct, like, right? correct. I was just correct. gonna say from then that's when the six uh fight TKO KO streak started, right? With um Viante Barnett, Gary Williams, Shabazian in the prelims versus Imavov, who is uh you know yeah. by all means a, a high top prospect. Uh, everybody's looking forward to him, he's out of France. You know, he finished Shabazian, who is himself three. or who was he's a, a three prospect, but he's street. now on I believe a two of three fight losing streak. Um I started watching at the Haas versus three fight because I started watching at the Haas versus Curtis match and again uh, Phil Haas yeah. was. I, I just want to say this about um about Edmund though. I mean, this is becoming a, a trend for him. He goes out there and so, like by the second round he looks really tired. In my honest opinion, I think um I know I'm gonna say this and some people might get upset, but I think he should be cut from the UFC. All right, guys. So we're back and we were discussing the prelims. Versus Imavov, versus Imavov and Haas versus Curtis, where the you know the favorites in those fights got finished. Um, uh, we, and Dylan was saying he thinks Shabazian should be retired after a three fight losing streak, and that's not entirely you know out of the realm of possibilities cut. because it's a cut, it's a cut, it's a cut, No, I think he's a talented kid, yeah, I think he's he's talented, and but the thing is that sometimes you really you need to step out of the big show and gain a little bit more experience. Get your confidence back. Ricard's confidence is a huge thing. So I really think... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it works for a lot of people. It works for a lot of people. And the thing is that sometimes, yes, you're in the UFC, but that doesn't mean that you can't get back to the UFC. And we've seen a lot of fighters. I mean, you guys just mentioned two good examples, but there's many more where we've seen guys. Even better example, go out. Brandon Moreno. Yeah, see right there. He's a champ. Come on. I mean, he came back real fast, right? 
yeah, yeah, and he it's weird because yeah, I think he came back on a short notice or some something like that. Yeah. yeah, nevertheless, that's what I think he should do. He's a young kid still, talented kid. Go out, get some wins, train, get better, and come back to the UFC when you're better prepared because you're going to get cut eventually if you continue fighting like this. So I think it's best for him to go now. You know, maybe after a release. That... You were saying about the fight that you got. I agree with Dylan on this one. <laughs> Um, I thought of the Haas versus Curtis fight where um, Phil Haas was knocked out um, and it was early in the second room, right? Or is the first round. Was... The end of the first round. First yeah. Round. Okay. That was a crazy round. fight because, and, um, because Haas, was, Haas was, he looked really good for like the entire first round and he got caught. I mean, it happens, you know, you give yeah. it to the best of them. So, uh, but Phil Haas is still oh, yeah. a big talent. Curtis is uh, upcoming talent, so we, you know, we saw some very good guys in that prelim. But now we want, I want to move on to the next fight, which I know Dylan has some strong opinions about. Uh, Al Ayaquinta versus Bobby Green. You know, that was, was a good fight too. You know, um, it, it, for the while that it lasted, but what I saw was a very sharp Bobby Green, right? And he was using his striking to keep out, to keep um, Ayaquinta at range until he could land that beautiful one, mm -hmm. one of the best one things I've seen. And um, I don't know if Alaquinta has been finished before, um, but you know Bobby Green managed to do that yesterday night. Your, your thought, guys? Go ahead, Envic. I want to hear your your opinion on this one. My, yeah, let's put let's put in my opinion. I'll see if my opinion very, for later. My opinion is going to be very very limited because I didn't see the fight. I just know that oh. Alaquinta lost. Okay, yeah, well, Orin then. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I watched it and um, I picked Alaquinta to win. I thought he would have had the better fundamentals, but he was fighting a little bit too aggressively. Because what helped Green to KO him was that um, it he got caught with a shot. Same time he was rushing in, hmm. and because yeah. um, as Dana White point, um, pointed out in the post-fight press conference, Green was squared up when he threw the left hand jab and the right hand straight across. Um, so it wasn't something with all that much power. Yeah. So part of it that helped him if to get the KO was uh, Quinta mm -hmm. going in at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. Well, so I think the over-aggressiveness of Aquinta was what did him in. Got you. I got two things to say. First of all, what I took from what you said just now was it's your fault that Al actually lost. Because you picked him. Yeah, the Castillo curse in full effect. Castillo curse. No, but well, it goes... So whenever, for those yeah. who don't know the Castillo curse, whenever Aaron picks, <laughs> the other person yeah. loses. No, right? but my second thing was is it goes back to exactly what Izzy was saying. But Israel said, you know, that the jab was catching him and Al was getting frustrated because... I mean, Al had a lot to say before this fight, and you know, Bobby, Bobby looked great, and Bobby was doing everything he needed to do, and I think he frustrated the hell out of Al, and it made him rush in, and you know, he got caught, you know, man, and it is what it is. But again, um, one thing to note, I think Al didn't fight for like two years; he was out for a while. Was he? Yeah, he was out for a while. So you mean you look at that, and I think that plays a lot in it as well. Being a real, I think that's what they said. It was like two years since his last fight. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I will I come back to Al in a little bit. Oh, you're right. 2019. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I that guy forget was... that 2020 happened. You know, sometimes dude, it's yeah. just like. Listen, that guy was pre-pandemic, dude. That's how well he, uh, how long he hasn't fought. That was pre-pandemic fights. <laughs> no, but I'll come back yeah. to Al afterwards. And you see guys and Walnut. Yeah, I was just going to say to, to end with that fight that um, MMA is a sport where you need to stay active. MMA is a sport for active, guys yeah. that are 100% into it. And I don't know if Al was mm -hmm. entirely 
committed to it being that you know he has moved on per se and he is now you know in the real estate business but again welcome back right. to that um guys i want to talk about that fight um alex pereira versus micheliadis correct me if i'm saying it wrong um he's from greece and this is a classic striker versus wrestler versus grappler fight um they were everybody was excited about alex Pereira because for those that don't know alex Pereira is the guy is the last guy to beat ko um, israel adesanya in glory kickboxing yeah. right by ko right so um there was a lot expected from him and boy did he deliver right yeah he did i mean the best part of that was what was one of the things you said just now he had he has four fights so far in mma he is three and one was three and one and um you know the thing is that he's a kickboxing guy he's a great kick, kickboxing guy and one of the big questions you're always asked okay so how's the ground game and we got to see that yesterday we got to see him wrestle they took him down he got back up i mean he defended well he he, he looks good i mean and one of the best parts of that is um that, that that i think leads to him being so good in mma is he trains with um glover yeah, so Glover was there last night. So I mean, he has a great training partner. He has an experienced training partner. So I remember him. It looks good. It looks good so far because he answered a lot of questions. It wasn't just like they gave him some guy who's gonna stand up with him and get knocked out. You know. So he was tested for sure last night. Now is 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 the guy the best wrestler in the world? Sure, he's not. You know. But I mean, we got to see someone who's more experienced, more probably trained more in the different aspects of MMA and he did what he needed to do and we still saw um Pereira did, did his thing you know he won by a beautiful flying knee that was a freaking awesome finish I won't lie to you Aaron your thoughts um I didn't make a pick on that fight because I didn't know who either of them was it wasn't until the fight was about to begin that Joe Rogan mentioned how hyped he was for him making his way to the UFC. And then I realized, oh, that's the guy who last KO'd Adesanya before right. Adesanya started his MMA career. And then I looked at him and I agree with everything that Dylan said, you know, in the first round, he got um, he got taken down, you know, he faced that adversity, overcame it. And early in the second round, stopped the guy with a flying knee. Uh, you know, you can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, it's a beautiful flying knee. Yep. Anyway, can you talk yeah, on that fight? Is. I know you didn't catch the prelims. You said you started watching the main card. Mm. Well, any thoughts? Yeah, I watched the main card, but but Alex, I remember. Uh, I believe um, Glover had brought him into um, sim, sim, simulate. Is the word simulate? Yeah. Um, right, Gustafson right. mm -hmm. when Glover mm -hmm. was fighting Gustafson for the the, the, the reach yeah. and the height and whatnot. Yeah, right? good example. And good so, um, partner. Yeah. So and then I, I I remember seeing on Twitter that they were saying that um, the the middleweight division better week up or whatever because there's yeah. a new whatever in town or whatnot. I haven't heard or seen any comment from Israel yet, so I want to see what he. Mm -hmm. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like when they saw um signed Todd Duffy. I think it's Todd Duffy when um the last guy they, before Khabib or whatever. I mean before Nate, the last guy to beat um Conor McGregor. He kind of yeah. has that 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 feeling. Um, and I don't know if if maybe the we're believing the hype changes a little bit too much. But I would hope that we um, don't go the same route as Todd Duffy because um, I think he's cut now, if I'm not yeah, mistaken, I Dylan. So. I think I he's cut, so. right? He didn't really make it that far. I think he may have um, broke the top 15, but I don't think he made it past top 10. Uh, so um, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, um, we had somebody else um, from Glory, um, Gokhan. I don't remember if you remember that kick, uh, kickboxer guy that came yeah. from the heavyweight. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. yeah. Where did he go? He had one fight, and then yeah. he won, and then he's gone. 
right? So I, I don't know. Um, but I, I don't know the circumstances behind that. But I mean, uh, I think um, I'd, I'd want to wait for a couple more of his fights before I actually hold an opinion about the guy because we have one. We have mm-hmm. one in the UFC, and we all know that the UFC is like the pinnacle of the MMA, right? Yeah. Although they have you, you have some real monsters in like Bellator and PFL and stuff. I still yeah. think that the UFC is one of the the the, the, the if not the highest, um, yeah. one of the higher um, um, cases to be when it comes to the sport. So I think I'd wait a little while longer before calling him like the next middleweight champion or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. Because the thing is that I agree with everything you you said about the UFC, but UFC also have a tendency to give guys that fight that they expect them to win or they look really good in, you know, especially for their first uh, fight. Yeah. So I don't know if it's that. I don't think so because the, the guy did, like I said, he went out there, he wrestled, he got the takedown and everything. And we got to see levels of his game. I mean, I'm not saying anything for him. No, I think he's training with some good people. He's training with the champ. Um, he has excellent stand-up. That's his background. No? Once he can work on that ground game, um, he should be good, you know? And that's exactly right what now. I want to see. That's exactly yeah. what I want to see. I want to see he go against a really high-level wrestler and see how he fears against that. I'm thinking middleweight. See if he passes the Victoria test. Yeah, middleweight. Who, 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 who's a great wrestler at middleweight? That, that I know one. Boom. Marvin Vettori. Nah, no, I, I, know, I, know, I know one that you want to retire real bad. Who's that? What? 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 Peg leg Batman? Come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Can we move on? That, that, that was a good laugh. That was a good laugh. Oh, why man would get torn up by that guy in Libya? Yeah. All right, guys. So moving on from this, we're gonna go to back to the main. We're going back to main card. You guys had already started discussing the, yeah. the 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 fight of the night. Really, it was Gaethje versus Chandler. Um, you know, was by all means a great fight. You know, whether there was a KO or not, I think it was a great fight. I think that if I had done five rounds, we would have seen a lot more yeah. of the same. I mean, Chandler was busted up. If you saw him at the end of that third round, everybody mm-hmm. that fights Justin Gaethje comes out looking like Halloween just happened, right? So Justin Gaethje is my favorite fighter, guys. <laughs> you know, if, if I ever, you know, step into that MMA ring, he's the one guy I want to emulate. I don't know if I can possibly. I mean, he's superhuman, yeah. these guys. I'm superhuman with that kind of output that they dish out, right? But um, he's one of my favorite fighters, if not the, 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 the favorite, right? But yeah. I'll, I'll I think we, I think we deserve we deserve five rounds. Yeah, I'll say one more thing on that though. I've actually gained more respect for Chandler after that fight because I really wasn't checking for the guy before. I mean, he was okay, and it's not entirely his fault. He really came in on a, a, a on a silver platter. You know, Dana brought him in with all these special privileges. Him being the replacement for the alternate. yes, the correct the alternate for the the fight before he even had a UFC fight, you know, and you know, so he kind of came in like this spoiled brat, and um, but after last night, yeah, after last night, he gained some respect for sure. He deserves it. I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and he, what I liked was that he was moving forward, right? He was looking to engage. He wasn't looking to back off, to wrestle. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they did, they have some little aspects of wrestling, but for the most part, it was a yeah. stand up war, it was a stand up battle. I mean, he got rocked. It was a good fight. Uh, have ha- have you seen Michael Chandler's fight in Belgium? I've that, seen a couple. I've seen a couple of them, and he really... rushes. Yes. He blitz. Yeah. That's what, I he think that's blitzes. the word he likes to use. Yeah, and he starches guys real quick in the first round, second round. Man. But like, but 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 
I think like like what I was saying earlier that we probably needed a five round war yeah. so that he could um yeah. like spread out I guess his momentum mm-hmm. within the whole five round fight and be a little bit smarter and so we have a a, a proper yeah. war. But I mean even at the end of the like towards the end of the third round he was being hit but he kept moving forward. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. You know what's a messed up I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if, if not the fight of the year, is probably a contender a for fight of the year. It should be contender. It should be contender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, a candidate, I would say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for sure. But I was going to say what, what's really messed up is that that fight was so good that we had a, an equally impressive fight after that, but it so overshadowed it because that fight with Burgos and, um, Billy, that was a good fight. That was a very good stand-up fight. Um, it had similar trend. It trended similarly to what the first fight did, the one with, with Gigi. But um, I think that fight with Gigi was like I don't know why they started the, the, the show with that card, man. I mean, I think they switched a fight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was supposed to be just before the the championship fights, and they switched it up last minute and made that the first fight. I'm like, I don't know why you did that because. You're gonna start. start the, you're gonna start the show on a bang, yeah. But then you could have messed things up. With, yeah, yeah a lot. And yeah, it missed, like, like I said, it missed. It's kind of messed up because if that she and Burgos fight happened before, I think it have gotten up way more hype. But it was a good fight. It was a really, really well, good fight. You know the official reason the yeah, for that was what? What is it? Because it's the same coach to wrote man. It was a good fight, but I thought back that... to back to back. Ah, I see. I thought it was just more to like put more people in the seats for the beginning of the the, the fight card. I think I think Joe Rogan had said that. Yeah, because it was could have been. It could have been. It was packed. It was packed. But what was your opinion? What was your opinion? Yeah, because me, it was packed. Yeah, it was packed. Yeah, just just on the just on the Burgos and Quarantino fight. Um, you guys already said everything I wanted to say about that. Basically, the um, the only thing else I would add is. I don't like how Americans mispronounce Hispanic names. Quarantillo. That's how they say the guy's name every, every time. They, like, they can't say Quarantillo. What? You know? Say here. Jose. But it's actually Jose. pronounced Jose. Jose. It's not Spanish. It's por- yeah, but it's actually pronounced Jose. Jose. It's not Spanish. I get you. I get you. I get you. I get you. No, I'm just saying that it's Portuguese, so it's not pronounced the same way as the Spanish. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, yeah. All right. Yeah. For, but, for, for Jose Aldo. All right. All right okay. Correct, correct. But yeah, man, I mean, I think it was a good fight. I think it was a good fight. All right, guys, going back to that main card. Going back to that main card. It was competitive. Yes. yes. That was, to me, a, very, a good fight, too. You know, um, it was competitive. I, it was more competitive than I thought it would be. Edgar came out strong, you know. Um, Retire. Before, before the fight, I think Dylan was saying, you know, if... if Edgar loses this fight badly, you know, he needs to retire, right? The, the usual thing that Dylan says, which is fine. I mean, Edgar is a guy that is up there. He's He's been fighting since, you know, at, probably since before I, I started watching UFC. Um, and Vera is a guy that's coming up, you know, very hungry, talented. And he, he proved the doubters wrong last night. And, and I saw um, a very improved Vera who came on strong in rounds two and round three. And he was probably, it was probably 1-1, you know, um, Edgar won first round, Vera probably won the second round. So um, Vera needed to win that third round, uh, but he didn't sit back. He went for the KO and he finished the fight. So I like that and I like how he, you know, put himself out. You guys go ahead. I'll go last for this one. 
right. My thing about Edgar is that uh, I think he should retire. It's not that he hasn't lost. It's my life. Right? Right. <laughs> I, I agree with you, but let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Right? He still has the footstep. He still has the speed. He, he can still compete. But the, the power. reason I think he should retire is that his chin isn't there anymore. When he fought Gray Maynard, he had you know a legendary chin, but his chin has been cracked now. He's been finished three times recently by Vera, most recently mm-hmm. by Korean Zombie, and the first guy to do it, Brian Ortega. Mm-hmm. Since Ortega did it, he's been losing by KO in devastating fashion. For that reason, right, because his chin isn't there anymore. For that reason, I think he should retire. I want to say one thing, y'all. You missed that. You must. You missed um Corey Sanhagen. Yeah, the last fight. Oh, I know. So four brutal KOs. But I want to add something to that. And I, I'm sorry, Envic. I know I said I would go last, but I just need to add one thing to this. Mm-hmm. A part of why I want him to retire yeah. is all of what you said. But I think apart from the jaw not being there anymore, I think his cardio isn't where it used to be. And I think we saw that last night. No, I know, I know that. no, 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 no. You look heard wrong. wrong. He looked tired last night. Because he was the getting third, hit. Yeah, he was getting if you hit, get but... hit. If you get hit, you will look tired. Did you see the Gray Maynard fight? He got destroyed in the first round and then came back and won. That's a My thing is that yes, body. I know, but that doesn't matter because he was fighting at a normal weight. I mean, him fighting at the 135 is more naturally than him fighting at 155. Trust yeah, me. I'm, yeah. But I don't think his cardio is where it used to be. I mean, the guy is getting old. He's been in some wars. So I think a lot of what what has happened to him is his cardio is not... I'm not saying he has bad cardio. I'm just saying it's not what it used to be. And I think that used to be his lifeline, that, that miraculous cardio that he had, that pace that he could put on people. That's what used to starch people. That's what used to... I mean, you could fight him and you could get tired. I mean, we see what we saw what Grimmino did to him. Basically, punched himself out in the first round. Almost killed that guy. And he came back and won the fight. You know, he doesn't have that anymore. And it's dangerous because he's getting brutally finished. So that's where it's getting scary. You know, get out, man. You don't need to prove it to anyone else. You were the champ. You defended your belt. You fought in, but this is a third weight class. Just stop. You know, you're you're on your way to being the next BJ Penn. Stop. I was just going to say, he beat an all-time great in BJ Penn. Yes, he did. I mean, BJ Penn is one of my favorite fighters. But from back in the day, I had BJ Penn and Randy Couture. That's where I started. And... He beat PJ twice. And, you know, he three times, actually. And he looked great for a good while. And he looked great up until a few years ago. But now he's getting destroyed. And it's sad. It's always sad seeing a fighter like that become what they are now. So, you know, it's just that, man. And we're back with the Don't Blink Jiu-Jitsu podcast where we're talking about the UFC 268 main card. And guys, what a fight. Nama Yunus versus Wei Li, Zhang Wei Li. Um, unfortunately, I didn't, like I mentioned to you guys, I wasn't able to catch the entire match because I was switching back and forth with it, between that and the, the boxing fight. You know, I was with, watching with my dad and my dad is a long-time boxing aficionado. So I had to kind of like be switching back and forth and watching. But what I did see, I saw a good fight. There were um, aspects going on in the first three rounds that seemed like Wei Li was dominating the fight. But then later on, um, Namajunas came on strong. And I saw in the last round, she practically controlled that round on the ground, right? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Orin, take it away. Guessing? Yeah, let's start with Orin. Um, in my opinion, yeah, I think Zhang Wei Li, she won the first three rounds and then Rose won the last two. Um, what I think is probably a problem is the UFC using boxing judges to judge 
MMA matches. Uh, I don't think that's a good practice at all. I've seen them do it before, and whenever there were questionable decisions, I looked and I saw that it was the boxing judge who had it really out of the way wrong, you know? So was only one of them? Good. Was it only one of them that a was a boxing judge? Uh, I'm or not all sure of them? Exactly last night. I'm not sure exactly. Because, uh, because uh, technically, I don't believe it's the UFC's um, discretion who gets to judge. It's the um, Athletic State Commission of yeah. that state. They're the ones that hire the judges, the referees, and everything. So I don't think the UFC has a, 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 a say in that. That's well, why I believe there it, are cases where, where they, well, at least with the referees, I know they can request certain referees for certain matches. I don't know if you guys remember where John Jones uh, requested one time. No more Mario Yamasaki or something like that? Yeah, yeah, it was Harb Dean or Yamasaki. I, don't, I, don't I think it's Yamasaki. Yeah, I think everybody loves yeah, Dean. But no, no, I think... I, I'm not entirely sure about the judges. I don't know if they can, you know, select or request any judges. But you're right, Aaron. We've seen a lot of bad decisions when it comes to boxing coaches, and you know, everybody was up in the air with this match. Um, people were saying that it's a lot closer than what the scorecards were saying, right? So that was the issue there. Um, you know, consensus is that the uh, Zhang Weili was winning the first few rounds. Envic, do you agree? Actually, I went back and looked at the chat, the live chat that I had um, with, well, the we guys are in, and I was saying round one, Weili, round two, Weili, round three, Weili, and thinking about it now, yeah, majority of the time it was Weili, the three rounds. So I think, but, but um, I, I've heard arguments that uh, uh, I think it was round two, that was like they, it could go e either way so yeah. um and again listening to the commentary it's a little biased or whatever but heading into the fifth we, they were all saying that it could go either way so yeah. Yeah. Um, securing round five would have been the one to um secure whoever the win and Dylan, that's what you started not to cut you off, Envic, but Dylan, before mm -hmm. you get started, I was just going to say, that's one important thing to keep in mind is that split decisions as uh, normal or like close decisions tend to go either way, you know, depending yeah. on especially split rounds, rounds that are very close, it can go either way, especially when it's a commission like we had last night. No, no, I, know, I agree. Um, and the, the thing the, is, the New York commission. Yeah. It's hard because I mean, watching the fight, and I was I was very attentive to the fight. And the the, the thing that threw me off, I'm be completely completely honest, is that if things had gone slightly different, Willie would have, in my opinion, won all four rounds because Willie was doing good in the fourth round. It was fine, and then she went for the state down where she got the back, and then Rose reversed it, and that's what won the round for Rose. Because it was Whaley actually initiated the wrestling. And she took the back and got mounted in the third round. And I think she was trying for the same thing. But this time, Rose reversed it on her. And I guess from there, Rose figured, well, I'm just going to wrestle and keep her down for the, for the fifth round. You know? So that's what she did. But the thing is, to me, Whaley was doing a way better job than Rose was the entire fight. I mean, that's second round. I hear people talking about it. And the only reason they're even talking that Rose could have won that, that fight was because Rose ended the round on, on top. top. It was 10 seconds that she went and got a takedown. Just, and she did absolutely nothing with it. She just laid there for like 10 seconds on top of Willie. Willie had ground control in that round as well. 
and Willy rocked her in that. Wasn't that the round? Was it? Wasn't that the round that they were doing like a whole lot of different scrambling or whatever? And it's like, whoa. Yes, yes, it was. Willy was. They they were down on the ground, and Willy was on top for longer than the ten seconds that Rose was on top. And Willy rocked Rose in that second round. Did she? She was. Yes, she was. She was visibly rocked. She was wobbly. But the thing is, Willy was a bit hesitant last night. If you guys noticed, she looked like she was scared of getting knocked out again. So she yeah. did not press because the action. She has, she was not, yeah, she didn't press the action. But if you go back and watch that second round, I'm telling you, it was like middle of the round. She got caught with some really good striking, and she looked really wobbly. So Willie could have pressed the action there and tried for more. But I think what she did was she got the takedown. I think the, the grappling started after that, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, I mean, that's my opinion. Judges are judges. I want to point out one more thing with the judges, though. Um, they were saying last night that two of the three judges last night were from... No, no, sorry. Scrap that. <laughs> Total different fight I'm thinking about. Time for right, you guys go ahead. Any further time? Yeah, true. I get sleepy. <laughs> Any, any, any further thoughts on that fight, or are we good there? Um, good. Yeah, I think we're good. I don't see any improvement by um, Thug Rose. I didn't see anything spectacular. Um, I think, I don't know if she's plateaued. Um, I think... I, <sighs> I just think she's not that good. I've never thought she was that good. I don't like Rose at all. Oh, come no, you, 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 you can't say that. No, you can't say that. No, you, you can't. She beat Joanna and Whaley. She did. But here's the thing. She. Let me tell you this. She. She. The, the thing is, she's good. She. Her stand up is pretty good. But I think one of the reasons they 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 they, they don't want to put her against um, what's the girl's name? Um, Carla. Carla. Carla's yes, Carla's because I think Carla will beat her. The wrestling that she's putting up and the way she's again? fighting, she's going to beat Rose Carla again. 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 I'm telling you, she's going to beat Rose again. Um, I, her grown game I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It is the fight to make next. But, I mean, we see, we saw Whaley took her down last night. Whaley's just been training boxing a few months. And Carla's been doing way longer. So I'm telling you, if they fight, she's going to she's gonna grown and pound the hell out of that girl. And she's probably, yeah. It's, it's just it's just about again well i was saying earlier that i don't believe we've i've seen much improvement over the last couple of fights um with um with rose namayunas i don't really see that much improvement uh, i don't know if that's because of the type of con um, competition that she's been fighting but since her last fight against carla esparza there's a there's a there, there's a incredible um, improvement that that we've seen, because at first um, she was known. Uh, she, she she was the one that for Invicta. I think they were fl um, showing the flying armbar. I don't know if you guys remember that. Like that was one of the highlights for Invicta or whatever, and that, that was Rose. And so we knew her to be a submission specialist. Never really uh, a, a knockout until we start seeing like the head kicks against Michelle Watson or the 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 the, 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 the um, knockouts against uh, Joanna twice. Right, so we, we I think we underestimate her ground game simply because if we take last night as an example, did you, did you see all the scrambles? Yeah. It takes two to dance. 
it takes two to dance, right? So one, I commend Whaley much more than I commend Rose for her um, uh, improvement in the ground game um, because we didn't see much of that in the, what, four or five fights that she's had in the UFC. Most of them have just been um, kickboxing fights. So um, that, that that improvement in the, the, the ground game, um, training with... Um, Triple C. Triple C, yeah. Um, what's his name again? Henry Cejudo. Uh, yeah, Henry Cejudo. Yeah, training with him. And I, I, I remember seeing... Who else? It was Henry. There were like a couple guys. There were a couple guys. Figueroa, yes, yes, right. And those guys are total beasts. So, um, iron sharp. Um, I want always iron sharpens iron. Yeah, iron sharpens iron. So I, I see great improvement in Whaley. I just don't mm-hmm. see that in um Rose. in in Rose. But coming, um, talking to Carla. Carla has been the exact same thing. A one trick pony with wrestling, taking you down, ground and pound, ground and pound, ground and pound. And she's been doing that uh, really well against strikers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't really seen that. Um, that much against grapplers. Um, who was her last fight? Was it was it Maya? I don't recall. Let me look that up. But Jennifer I Maya, I think. But but I think like almost all of her last couple of wins have been through um, uh, strikers. Mm-hmm. And so you, you know you know um, wrestlers or grapplers usually um, cut through strikers like a hot knife through butter. So um, I, I I just don't see the improvement in Carla to to beat. Rose. Well, I disagree because I feel like she's she fights. No, I've seen improvement on her because before she was very much I'll take you down, I'll hold you down, I'll win a decision. She fights more aggressive. Her stand up has gotten better, where she uses the stand up as a as a method to get the takedowns, not just trying to get a takedown. And when she goes and get this, gets the takedown, she goes for the finish. She goes. She has vicious strong and punch. She's small, but she's like a little gremlin. I won't lie to you. She gets yeah. Her, yeah. She she she. Any of you guys met her when she was here? I did not. We we were trying to set up a meeting. And we didn't get a chance to meet. Did you meet her? Mm-hmm. Me no. Okay. As far as, uh, no, no. But like I'm saying, sign... I do believe that she's improved. But the thing is, she's improved on that game. And the thing is, wrestling is one of those things where, if you are great at it in the UFC and MMA, it's one of the best areas to be. Because I mean, you look at you look wrestling. At, yeah. Yeah. You look at Khabib. Has Khabib improved? <laughs> Khabib. Khabib has improved, but. It, it dwarfs what he does with wrestling. Nothing that he does will ever match or equalize, be equal to what he does with the wrestling because the wrestling is just damn good. And that's the thing with Carla. Carla is wrestling is really good. So although she has better stand up and she does look way better than she did before, and even the ground game has improved. So I think me personally, I'll say it, and I'm putting out the pick. If they fight, I'm picking Carla. I just look at her record, right? Mm-hmm. I just look at her record at Carla Esparza's record. Her last loss is against Tatiana Suarez. Yeah. And then it's decision, 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 TKO against Jeonan Yan, which I don't remember ever seeing the fight. That was May of this year. But I mean, that's an, that's a, all right, the, the other names, Marina Rodriguez, Michelle Watson, Alexa Grasso, and whoever is Verna Yan Diroba, right? So... I don't know. Yes, she's amassed a great win streak against, uh, I would say, at least three really top-level fighters. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I just, I just, I just, I just can't see her fighting or beating someone. You know. All right, all right. 
you 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 want a number one contender fight and uh, not do an immediate an immediate rematch because usually fights that are this close between Whaley and um, Rose they usually go for immediate rematches, right? But this was a rematch, immediate. Rematch. Yeah, and it's even closer than this time. Last time it was finished. Mm-hmm. I so know. There's a difference there. Yep. There's a difference there. So what I would say is a f- um, number one contender fight between Carlos Spars and Whaley. Why? Carlos done enough to to to. to do to have a a title fight she deserves it and she's beaten rose let's not forget that i mean that that should be enough argument let me see, let me see how long ago that was yeah it was a while ago but it doesn't matter it's, it was from 2014 december 12 2014 it was a while ago but she already beat rose my point is that you have a win over the champ you have one two three four five five wins in a row in the division and she's wrong um top three if i'm not mistaken i think yeah so I mean, to me, there's no if. Like, listen, she's the rock number two. I don't like immediate rematches because you you have the it fighter. It up the entire division. Yes, but apart from that, like last night, perfect example. Whaley, Whaley looked great, but we all said it. She looked hesitant. It's in her mind still. I just got knocked out by this girl. You know, you need to go get a win, get over that. You know, there's a mental part of the game that. I don't like immediate rematches for that reason because you you have that like your last memory in the octagon was fighting this person and I got knocked out by this person. It's still there. And we could see that last night because as good as Whaley looked, I believe that mentally she if she didn't have that handicap, she could have looked better. It held her back. And I think we all said that and we all agreed on that. So guys I I I really hate to have to no, no, I agree. I, we have to move yeah. on. Yeah, so cut you guys off. I really hate to do that, but um, <laughs> we we have a great main event to talk about, and that's what you know. I want sure. to move on. Sure. You know, Usman was a Covington. It was a rematch yes. as well, right? Just to point out, but it was a great fight. I think we saw a different aspect um, from the first fight because Covington started off really cautious, you know, laying back, not not forward pressure as he's known to do. He was looking for a counter shot. Um, he got rocked really bad in round twice. two. Well, you know, he got dropped he twice. Really yes, he got dropped twice. I think he won twice. You're right, twice. Yeah, he was almost finished, right? Uh, he really impressed me because he was able to manage, you know, that, that scenario there where he got knocked down. He was able to manage. Um, he got to the bell. He came back. And guess what, guys? He came back even stronger, even rocking um, the champion, Usman, correct, in correct. round four, right? And he was right at the bell where he was rocked. And... You know, it was a great fight. Round five, round five was more back and forth, but still, again, you could see that um, Covington did not give up on himself. And and you know, he he has a people hate on the guy because of you know his persona. Correct. But he's a great fighter, and that's why he showed last night. That's the thing. That's that's one of the things that I can't stand about him the most because he's so talented. And what we saw last night, you have to respect the guy for that. You know, this is one of the things. It's like it's it's kind of like Connor, where I can respect you for something but not respect you for something else. Like, I don't respect the persona and the, the crap that he does. I think it's unneeded because he's so talented. But as a fighter, he's damn good. Um, we saw last night something from him. And like you said, he got rocked, and he came out even better. You know, it shows he's a smart fighter. He found holes in Usman's game. And because he was landing, I think it was an uppercut. And every time he threw the uppercut, it was landing. So he, he, he was able to see that hole and time Usman when he was coming in with that uppercut. And he did good damage with that uppercut. Because, like you said, he rocked Usman, I think, a couple times. I mean, it wasn't as bad as he got rocked. But he did stop him. He did um, He did hurt him. So, yeah, I mean, the thing is, 
the guy is a tremendous fighter. And again, mad respect for him after that fight. But um, yeah, the, the persona is not needed, man. Really isn't. I think he's the only one to take Usman to a, to a decision in recent times, right? Because Usman has mm -hmm. been KOing or TKOing mm -hmm. people right off the bat. I mean, he TKOed her. KOed Masvidal. Right? I yeah. would say a better KO, a better yeah. striker than Covington, probably. Um, but Covington showed us that he, you know, yeah. he has yeah, a yeah. strong will and he went to the Yeah, I'm here. And Vic, are you there? Thoughts. I think no 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 I, I got a message just now. I think I, I I think he was hesitant because like you guys said at the end of the fourth round he had um the champion rat with an uppercut. And I think we, we saw him landing that a couple times yes. earlier in the fight and um I don't know, like he didn't follow it up. I think if he had followed up with something else at the end of each of those uppercuts, I think he probably could have caught him because yeah, each time he caught the champion it was like wide open. Yeah. Well, he the did follow up. I think there. he did follow up a few times because there were some good combinations he landed. I don't think it was a situation where it was just one punch. I think he generally did well, but Usman is strong, man. Yeah, I guess not to knock on the champion himself. Aaron, your thoughts on them? I think it was a good fight. Just not as... No, no, no. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, I think it was a good main event fight, just not as good as the first one. I think there was more action in the first one. It was definitely more back and forth. This one, both of the guys were a little bit more tentative because they were in there with each other before, so they knew what each other were almost capable of. So it was still a good fight, good back and forth. But um, as you guys pointed out already, the pace wasn't put on by Colby because he knew he had to be more, you know, cautious. Cautious. It's it's crazy, right? Because I agree what you're saying, but at the same time, both of their striking looks way better than the first fight. Yeah, you know, it's more crisp. Um, Usman, especially, you can see. I mean, Kobe has had decent stand up, but Usman's stand up was a bit sloppier in the past, and his crisp, his 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 punching is way crisper now, and it looks way better, you know. But I mean, I fully agree with you. I feel like the first fight there were more action, action. more yeah. Yeah. There was a lull in the second round right before um, yes. um, Kobe was knocked down twice. That, uh, well, I was on my bed. It was after 11. I was. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there, there, there. Yeah, the, the pace wasn't wasn't really there to really waken me yeah. up to watch. I, I, you have some main events, some title fights where I'm on the edge of my seat. My heart is pounding. I'm like, yo, I don't know what's going to happen. Last night, I didn't feel it. Yeah, kind of like um, Glover and John. Mm, yeah, yes. I think my heart was there. My heart was there that I wanted Glover to win, yeah. but I, 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 I did. I, I, I expected it to go the other way around. Yeah, Maybe I would a knockout. I think that was an exciting fight, but yeah. So Izzy, what's your what's your thoughts? I want to hear what you think about that fight. My thoughts. Thank you. Um, I. I was going to end that off by saying that I think the real MVP is the coach, Trevor Whitman. You know, he had three fighters on that main card, three fighters winning. Hat trick. Um, even though Namajunas didn't win decisively, right, he scored his hat trick on that on that main card. You know, Gaethje versus Chandler, uh, Namajunas versus Zhang, and uh, of course, Usman versus Covington. So I think he's a real MVP and stand out for coach of the year, if not the coach of the year. So um, Trevor Whitman, as we all know, is also one of the brightest minds in the MMA game. Yeah, no, I fully agree. I think um, he, he, 
he was um he had a great night <laughs> what else can you really say you know mm-hmm. he had three of his fighters he had two of his fighters win and one was given a victory but yeah he had a good night one was given a victory no? yeah he was well you see what happens is yeah the, the, you see what happened is that um you can mm-hmm. see the, the the changes that he's made to these fighters right and even though they might not be the completely finished product yeah no see that they have i'll give you that because i'm telling you i, I think i mentioned it earlier between two other rounds rose looked like she was about to cry and that's one of my issues with rose because i feel like rose, which, which one between between i think it was wrong two and three or two and three or three and four she went back really? to the stool and her eyes looked like she was about to cry like she mentally wasn't there and i and tr- the coach side as well because he mentioned he he told her something like you know whatever whatever it is just like wrap it up and we'll deal with it later or whatever you know and that's that's a great thing because he he obviously knows her and and, and he could he coached her not just on the fight what was happening there but what was happening in her head you know and that's one of the things with her i think she's mentally weak and that's that's a scary thing but but he did a great job getting her through that fight and getting her through that wrong because after i think it was the third wrong i can't remember but she had a better wrong afterwards and i remember she went from like like i said looking like she wanted to cry to smiling and it was like a completely different thing and the coach was 100 percent the reason of it because he got her back to where she needed to be so yeah hats off to him yes that's what that's what a great, a great coach does, right? All right, guys, to wrap up, that was UFC 268, an awesome, awesome main, main card, main event. Um, your final parting thoughts. Uh, let's take it with uh, Envix. He's, he's the guest. Uh, final thoughts. Hmm. December 11th is coming right around the corner, and we have Dustin Poirier versus, um, I want to say Alexander Gustafson, but no, no, it's just a name in the back of my head right now. Oliveira. Um, Charles Oliveira. Yeah, that I... I Cannot wait. Yeah. In fact, even maybe not even better, but Max Holloway versus um Mexican guy. It doesn't um, even matter because it's just Max Holloway. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Rodriguez. I can't. That that is gonna yeah. be fun. That's gonna be a good fun. That's gonna be a good fun fight. Sounds like you're asking like to you're come asking back on the show for some one of those. Maybe. December 11th. Maybe. Yeah, I was gonna. Say we can do that. We can do December that. Aaron, your 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 parking thoughts. My parting thoughts, short and sweet. UFC 268, better than UFC 267. (laughs) Well, my final thoughts. I think we had two championship fights that were good, but they weren't as good as last week's. I think the event main card was good, but I think the prelims were better. Um, but overall, a great event, a great event. I mean, for me saying that, and the main event, the main card was really good. I think the we crowd. had a great event. Yeah, the crowd. I think that's something, that, that's something we didn't talk yeah. about. The crowd for the main event yeah. was really good. Yes, it was. So I think great event. You I'm looking suck. forward to looking forward to what comes next. Um, we should have, like like Envic mentioned, some good events coming up. I mean, Max is not a pay-per-view, but it's a, it's a worthwhile fight night. Because, I mean, it's good to see the champ. All right, guys. Well, that's it for UFC 268 review. Uh, this is the Don't Blink Jiu Jitsu channel. Please, guys, give us a like and sub- subscription. Click on the subscribe button if you haven't done so. We're trying to grow the channel. It's a new channel. We have new art- artwork. Uh, we want to get it out there and have more guests. Yeah. I want to thank Envy for coming on board. You know, we really appreciate uh, these guys who have been watching UFC and MMA for years coming in and giving their insights, uh, you know, on what we think is ufc 268 one of the best cards of the year 
uh, with that, I, I want to say good night, everyone. Thank you, and we see you next time.